Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome to Going In Raw Live, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available anywhere fine podcasts can be found, including the iOS podcast app. Be sure to hit that subscribe download button. And of course, on YouTube, that little notify bell. Yes. Yeah, that little notify bell. It always tells you when there's new Steve and Larson going in raw content. Yes. We are live right now in front of 378 people. Want to say hello to everybody out there Hi, tuning everybody. in and checking this out live. Uh, hopefully, we're not too loud and we're not too soft and we're just right, Larson. Yeah, it looks like we might be, based on the meters here, might be a little hot. A little we'll back, back away from the mic, Larson. We'll back away a little bit. Back away from the mic. Anyways. Anyways. Oh, goodness gracious. So, uh, Battleground was last night. We, we have to talk about Battleground. On that couch right there. Watch it together. Enjoyed. Yeah. The, uh, Enjoyed the, each other's company. Yeah, let's say the uh, <laughs> the cornucopia of delight yeah. that WWE brought to us on Battleground Sunday. Oh, it wasn't that great of a show. No, it wasn't. It's funny, though. I came out more entertained than I did at Great Balls of Fire. Maybe it was just my mood. I don't know. I think it was your mood. No, you know what? Battleground started off really hot. There was like a really, really good match that I think made me believe that a bunch of it, like, you know, it, when, when, you, when you start off so hot like that, I was like, okay, cool, they're bringing their A game. They're doing good things tonight. Wow, that's awesome. Well, I think beyond the uh, the opening um, tag team title match, there were good matches. Yeah. They were just kind of, I want to say ruined, but uh, hampered by unsatisfying endings. Well, okay, that was that was my main gripe with Great Balls of Fire. I just felt like Great Balls of Fire, like it took number one, number one with Battleground off the bat in the pre-show. I won predictions because Aiden English won. So that made me happy for the rest of the night. It didn't matter what happened the rest of the night. I was happy with that. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. here, but here, the, 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 this pay-per-view kind of encapsulates 
what's wrong with having a, a semi-monthly mm-hmm. pay-per-views, two mm-hmm. pay-per-views a month. Is a, a lot of these pay-per-views that are that are that exist. Um, one out of obligation because they need to have a pay-per-view every month. Yeah. But also, you have these matches at major events, which you think should either propel stories or or, or wrap them up. Yeah. And it seems like the last two shows they've really done neither. Yeah. It's like okay, we need to have a match between Nakamura and Corbin here, but we don't want anybody to win because we want the blow-off match to be at SummerSlam. So we'll have a DQ finish. Can they just rebrand these Clash of Champions? Because that's kind of what they did with Clash of Champions back in WCW. That's what we're learning as we're doing these reviews on Sunday. Um, Is that Clash of Champions, it would go on on the months uh, in between pay-per-views. Correct. They would do like eight pay-per-views a year. And so then, you know, on the the months that there weren't a pay-per-view, they would run a Clash of Champions where they would have blow-off matches. And and they were were pay-per-views, but just... On basic cable. Although somebody pointed out in the comments on the last video that TBS was a channel you had to pay extra for. Oh. And so they kind of were, in their own way, a bit pay-per-view-ish. Well, I guess TBS was a superstation. Uh, what is their slogan now? Is it still, that's funny? Remember when it was like, it was like that's that funny? That was TNT. Was it? I think so, because TNT, that's where Conan O'Brien has a show, right? No, it's TBS. Oh, okay, then it is TBS. Yeah. Um, oh, TNT was, that's drama. USA... <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, USA is characters. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's stupid, man. Um, anyways, want to give a shout-out to our patrons for hanging out with us last night. Yes. And, of course, a bunch of people on live stream. Uh, you can support the show financially at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got a bevy of reward tiers starting from five. Hey, man, $5 the best value tier. $5 a month. You get three live streams every single week. And my favorite reward, you get access to our weekly Patreon-exclusive show, Non-News. That's Steve's favorite show of the week. This it's not even close. I, <laughs> I put it together. And this week, for example, this week on Non-News, we talked about CM Punk confirmed coming to Global Force Wrestling. Not true at all. Jeff, you know Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett did confirm whether or not he had a conversation with CM Punk, though. You know what? I think I feel like if, if we can make a living just doing Non-News, then we made it. Well, you'd just be perfectly happy. Oh, I'd be totally happy about that. That'd be great. Anyways, um, we're also at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. we got a bunch of great designs there. You, were you designing a new design for yeah, a Yeah, I'm working on something. I'm, I'm messing around with Photoshop. I'm not that great with it. I'm trying to learn things. Ah, man, you're getting there. It's good. I give you my full support. You weren't earlier. Uh, no, because it was trash earlier. My support oh. is telling you if it's trash or not. It's not really supporting. I was support saying, is like, you know, if you know, support would be like, oh, what are you trying to do? Let me help you with my extensive Photoshop knowledge so you can uh, best capture your vision. Yeah. Not trash. That's not constructive criticism. <laughs> hey, nobody was around to, to help me make my vision when I was starting out Photoshop when I was 21 years old. Okay. Anyways, enough, enough of that Photoshop talk, Larson. Let's talk about Battleground. Oh, by the way, I want to drop this real quick. We're going to be talking about this later on in the week, probably, if there's any more details on it, but apparently PW Insider... Here's a little nugget of info for you guys to, to mull over. Yeah. They're talking about the, the they brought up that apparently WWE is considering doing another superstar shakeup after SummerSlam. Seems a little soon. Yeah, it does. You can't you can't cure your ills with just shaking up the roster every six months. So are they gonna do another what you know, uh, eight for eight trade? Are they gonna bring six to eight people I from would Raw think and SmackDown not. and Vice First. I would think not too. That'd be this like would one have or to two. Be like an ancillary trade. It has to be like one or two people, right? Yeah, right. Like bring the club over. That's it. That's all yeah, you gotta but, do. But bring you, the club you know, over. you could bring the club over right now and not make it seem like a superstar shakeup. No, I know. You could do it organically. I know. I know. 
Anyways, let's get let's get talking about this. In our pre-show, Steve won predictions. Aiden English. This wasn't even close. Okay, so Aiden English, he what, what did it, there was that uh, didn't Aiden English hit like one thing that could be considered a finisher? Yeah. And I was like, oh man, he's totally going over and here. And Ty kicked out. And then Ty kicked out. And at that point, it's like, oh, Ty's going over here, but he didn't. No. And yeah. there was no there was no hijinks. There was no cheating. There this were no was an Aiden English tricks. squash match. Yeah, he dominated a lot of. He this. dominated the vast majority of this pre-show match over Ty Dillinger. Dude, people really want to like Ty Dillinger. People, people do, do like, like Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. What did he do? Did he show up backstage and instead of shake everybody's hands and start peeing everywhere? Is that what happened with Ty Dillinger? You know, like whip it out and just start peeing on you everything. Know what? If he were still in NXT, he'd be uh, getting ready for a program to face Bobby Roode for the NXT title. Um, Survivor Series weekend, NXT Takeover Houston, or he'd be, or he'd be eating a black mass from Alistair Black. That's probably more likely. I mean, when Triple H said on the that that conference call, that was a shoot, man. It seems like it was. When he said, "Go ahead and explain," well, it was essentially. Uh, what do you say? He said, "Ty he had a hard time taking it to the next level." He has a hard time, like, yeah, exactly, yeah, getting to the ne- yeah, getting to the next level, essentially. And I thought, I think he actually thought that. Maybe because I mean, at the time when he said it, it fit into Ty's story in yeah. NXT, and I thought, oh, he's you know he's advancing story thanks to a conference call. But yeah. Maybe not. Man. Hopefully. Anyways, uh, hey, Ty's not helping his case with that goofy haircut of his though. He's always had that haircut yeah. though. I mean, he the, didn't have shark fins. The shark fins is a new addition, but he always had things designs. I know, uh, but he needs to tone that down, hair. not go all in on that. Because it's like, okay, he's an everyman. How many everymen do you see walking the street with shark fins? No, in he's their not an everyman. He's a perfect ten. How many perfect tens do you see? I know, you know. I mean, I don't see a lot of perfect tens walking around as is. Look, man, I'm telling you, if you're losing to Aiden English in the pre-show, you're far from a perfect ten. Let's talk about Aiden English's pants because they were cool. Yeah, well, who's that again? Uh, uh, George Seurat. I don't yeah. remember the name of the painting, but he's a pointless, like a fine day in the park or some something, something like that. that. Yeah, a uh, pointless uh, impressionist era, I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe post-impressionist. Yeah. So so far, Aiden English is had Shakespeare of songs, Starry Night. By Van Gogh, yeah, he's had uh, that painting by George Seurat. What do you think is next? Some Monet. I, I say he fast forwards the Jackson Pollock, man. That'd yeah, be you've rad. been pushing for that. I want some Jackson Pollock. It's just a bunch of spray splatter. Yeah, I can do that shit in my office here. The club kind of their 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 vests or jackets they wear the ring. I don't know if they still have the paint splatter on, them, but they used to. Oh, they're they're big Jackson Pollock fans. Maybe. Yeah, I like that Ed Harris movie. Anyways, uh, I don't know what do you think. What painter do you think he's gonna? I, you know, he needs to fast either the Pollock or uh, Dolly, maybe some surreal. Oh, that'd be good. Shit. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm fairly limited. I, I I I prefer I prefer the classics, man. Like you go to some museum in Europe and you see a bunch of like you chubby some, chubby naked people. Rembrandt. Or uh, who did the? Ooh, how about the Sistine this? Chapel? Give how me the this? ceiling how of the Sistine Chapel. How about this? What about some Hieronymus Bosch? There you go. Yeah. How about where, like, God touches man, but it's on his peen? Oh, dear. Or, like, beehole? Well, that mean uh, Owens and Jericho already kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be them. It'd be, it wouldn't be that parody version. Would it be Aiden English and Simon Gotch? Yeah, there you go. Simon Gotch, I think he was he did an interview the other day. He was talking crap. 
Anyways, uh, enough of us disgruntled ex-workers uh, uh, displaying our, our art bona fides. We took a couple art classes at junior college, so we can yeah. sit here and act like we know what we're talking about. How about the cover to that Pink Floyd album that our art teacher loved? Oh, yeah, but... Oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, man, I don't know. Was that a painting or a picture like with Photoshop shit? Not Photoshop, but old school Photoshop. Oh, maybe the guy was actually on fire? Yeah, or, yeah, it could be a guy on fire. There was a cover to Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were Here, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember that guy's name. He did a lot of album covers. I don't know, man. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, Jinder Mahal pulls up. Uh, so the show, no, yeah, before the actual show kicks off, Jinder Mahal pulls up in his limo. The Singh brothers get out. Uh, one of them is obviously thinking, man, I'm literally going to break my bed. Do we have an update on the Singh dude? I haven't heard anything about it. Holy him. crap. That was a nasty bump. Yeah, that was. Anyways, they get out of the car. Uh, they don't. There's no room for, like, a rug because they're just, like, in a parking, like, a really small garage area. And uh, Jinder gets out. And he's rushed by a couple of um, Indian, I believe, broadcast guys uh, who are there to interview him. And he drops a promo in his native language of Punjabi. Yeah. So I have no idea what he said. I don't speak the language. I assume he said something along the lines of, I'm going to win and Randy Orton's going to lose. Anyways, that kicks off the main show. First up, we had... Match of the night. Is there any... Yeah, there's no... There's not even competition for this match. No, it was This fantastic. was the match of the night, and it was fantastic. New Day versus the Usos. Holy crap, my only my only point of contention here, it would have been cool to see the Usos win clean. I know oh, they're heels. Great. I know they're heels. But, man, they they put up such a great fight. They were in control for a large part yeah. of this match. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And I, I mentioned this during the live stream. I was like, because we've been watching off and on the G1 uh, yeah. tournament going on right oh, now. Oh, yeah, that, that, uh, that uh, Sony oh, WWE like, had been watching G1 Because there matches. are a couple spots. I was like, whoa, they're pulling out some new shit. That one where um, uh, uh, Xavier went for like a weird, like he thought it was going to be a roll-up thing. He went under the dude. and like, Oh, yeah, the face buster. Yeah, the face buster. Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, when Xavier Woods was about to do his elbow where he jumps off the top oh, rope. Oh, my God. And then uh, one of the Usos... Countered it with a super kick right to the face. He's going for one Uso. He rolled out, and the other guy hops up in the frame and drops super the super kick. kick. That was pretty Holy pretty crap. Insane. That was good looking. But, I mean, that, that those two spots kind of uh, really encapsulate what, what was going on in the match. It seemed like for every move one team had, the other team had a counter for it. Yeah, yeah. At the ready. So it was this really fast pace, back and forth. Yeah. You know, someone gets the upper hand. Immediately go to the other team. Back and forth, back and forth. And, and you know, the last... Five minutes of it, mm-hmm. edge of your seat stuff because anybody could have won. It seems yeah, like. absolutely. You know, the only other thing, the only other thing that I'll say about that is that it does bug me a little bit, just a little bit, that the new day sort of came to prominence using heel tactics. And the more popular they got, obviously, the more they dialed back those heel tactics. They would employ them here and there when they were trying to break the record for uh, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Longest yeah. tag team. Race. That was a little mini story they were telling. And uh, I would have liked Big E to get a bit more involved. They've got the three-man group. Make that known. Yeah. Make that that is your advantage. Yeah. It would have been nice for like you know a little tactic here or there, and just and to further illustrate that the Usos are on par. It's just the New Day has that extra mm-hmm. sort of weapon mm-hmm. available, the third man. Yeah. Um, because I really thought that. Number one, I was very surprised in the New Day. I mean, you know, you're not going to be surprised when the New Day goes over at any point. But I figured this would be more of a SummerSlam moment. Yeah, me too. Them picking up the titles than the Battleground. Yeah, moment. I thought so too. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the Usos will have a rematch um, in the cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will happen on SmackDown or if they wait till SummerSlam. It could be 
maybe whomever is attacking fashion police to say it's not Harper and Rowan, say it's Sanity, mm-hmm. say it's the club. Yeah. They want to use a brief program with the fashion police to launch that team into the title picture. So at SummerSlam, we could have New Day versus Sanity, Sanity New Day versus the club, New Day versus whomever. I have a really hard time believing. Like, if you want to make a big splash with Sanity, that'd be one thing. I have a really, really hard time believing they're going to be just done with this Usos New Day feud before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I think that the New Day has elevated the Usos quite a Number one, the Usos have elevated yes. the Usos quite a bit. Putting the tag straps on them um, and having them win over the Fashion Police when it would have made total sense to put the Fashion Police over, that ended up being a smart move because yep. they're still hot doing their like whodunit thing, which we'll talk about in a bit. But um, I, could, I, I would totally love to see another... I mean, just based on last night's match alone, who doesn't want to see this in like a ladder match? A two, and a th- two out of three falls match. Or a two out of three falls match. Yep. Some stipulation added to it would be fantastic. I think oh, it would yeah. be a lot of fun. And the Usos, man, they have really, I mean, I mentioned this during the live stream back when they were, you know, happy baby faces with the with the war paint and everything and the bright colors. You know, I, I couldn't be done with them enough, like soon enough. Now I can't get enough of them. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. I think their little rap battle thing, I think, is also just for the proof that there's so much more you can do with this feud in interesting, very entertaining ways. Yes. Love to see this again at SummerSlam. Yes. There was that great, there was that great bit where uh, Kofi did his trust exercise, then they turned into a powerbomb. Double powerbomb, yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah. was great. Uh, finish of the match, saw Kofi hit Trouble in Paradise, and then Xavier Woods uh, went on the top rope, jumped basically all the way across the ring. Yeah. They hit an elbow on Jimmy Uso, picked up the win. New tag team champions, the New Day. Lots of fantastic false finishes in this. Yes, great match. Yeah, really good. Uh, moving on, next up we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin, which is a, a decent enough match until the finish. This was a finish. So I was so high off that first match that like the low blow finish here didn't really bug me that much. In retrospect, looking back on it, it's like, okay, well, we know that Baron wasn't going to... We both predicted, I think, that this one was going to end in this kind of fashion. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a double countout. Like, mm-hmm. they got so into brawling and just fighting, they forget about the yeah. match happening. Yeah. That they just fight. And they fight up the ramp. They both get counted out. I would have much preferred that as opposed to Corbin realizing he's about to get beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, kicks Nakamura in the nuts. feels like it's... I, I, do you, I, I kind of see this going to SummerSlam. Do you? Oh, it definitely is going to SummerSlam. You think so? Yeah, that's what we said in our predictions video. Yeah, I know, but I, well, I think that's what you said in our predictions. Oh, okay, that's what I said. Maybe I said that too because I knew this was going to be like a fake. I know, but like the, your idea of Shinsuke winning, doing sort of the Seth Rollins thing, Shinsuke winning early on in SummerSlam in the card, Baron coming back to cash in. Yeah, on like Cena if he beats mm-hmm. Mahal. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, that's so. I think that's so beneath Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know. I think he should be fighting for something more against somebody better. I don't like this feud. I really don't like this feud. I don't know. This bugs me. Oh, they haven't really done anything. They just like brawl a lot. Yeah, there's not, there's there's seems to be insufficient motivation for all this brawling. How many bear hugs were there last night? Two. God, I swear there was like three. Felt like there was three. No, there were two. They were just extended bear hugs. They were really long bear hugs. Well, that was part of Corbin's strategy. He was working the lower back. Yeah, I don't care. I don't like it. If it's if it's a, if it's a move that I would employ if I'm a wrestler, which I said, and I yeah. would. Yeah. You don't want to be doing that in WWE. It's like supposed to be. The best wrestling, which it isn't. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a bunk match, and then it ended with a low blow. No, it was an okay match. It just ended. Yeah. It just ended with a low blow. That was again in retrospect. It's two bear hugs, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. But, that, bear but, but the two much. bear hugs were were both 
towards the first half of the match. Well, I like it's Braun Strowman. Second half of the match. If you're in a bear there. hug with Braun Strowman, then you're like, oh, my God, this hurts. Baron Corbin really doesn't. It's not that. He's not that intimidating in terms of, like, his strength, you know? He's not pulling off beats of strength. No, not at all. So that's kind of my only point here. Um, but, I mean, I remember, yeah, it was okay. But then that low blow, eh. And then after the match, uh, after Corbin gets DQ'd, he walks up the ramp, mm-hmm. kind of does a smirk, yeah. turns back around, hits uh, Nakamura with the briefcase, yeah. and gives them uh, end of days. Nobody sells that end of days like Nakamura, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. That's a good-looking sell right there. Uh, next up, we got our women's elimination five-way match. This was a decent enough match. I mean, it was fairly entertaining. Beyond Lana just coming off as super green in the ring. Yeah. Um, so said there was, I missed him. He said there was a spot where Charlotte uh, nodded to her. It was like the second pin attempt, I want to say. Cover, yeah. That Lana was going to go on Charlotte, and like Lana, did, like Lana sort of stepped back. Number one, Lana kept on like holding her wardrobe up here as if she was going to spill out. Well, maybe she's worried about malfunction. No, I mean that's exactly what it came off. Do you think it, it took away from her uh, concentration of the match? Maybe that's possible. Yeah. I mean, even if it was a character thing, she seemed to be focused more on not spilling out than being involved in the match in, like, a coherent way. Yeah. Because, dude, there was that moment where, like, if you're going to pin somebody, you're going to pin somebody. But she, like, stepped back, and Charlotte was laying there and goes like this. And then Lana, like, jumps on her for the pin, like, really awkwardly. I mean, I'm glad she didn't win. That was sort of my thing, is, like, then Lana would have won, and we would have had, like, a Naomi-Lana mm-hmm. thing at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Instead, Natalia went over. So the order of elimination was uh, Tamina tapped out. They, they booked Becky Lynch really strong yeah. this match. Tamina tapped out to the Disarmor. Um, Lana then tapped out to the Disarmor. Uh, Natalia rolled up Becky Lynch uh, for a pin. And those three, uh, those three uh, eliminations happened right in a row. Right, 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 right. So um, it was just Charlotte and Natalia at that point. Charlotte had this fantastic spot. It kind of bums me out we're not getting like Charlotte versus Natalia at SummerSlam because they could they put, put on, on really good matches. They, they yeah. put on really good matches and then given like the bigger, brighter spotlight, that'd have been great. Uh, Charlotte deadlifts Natalia for a power bomb. That was impressive. Yeah. Holy crap! Talk about a feat of strength right yeah. there. Yeah. That was impressive. Um. Anyway, Charlotte went for a moonsault. Natalia put up her knees. That was a cool spot. Um, Charlotte rammed her head, or yeah, Charlotte Natalia did like a like a, like a like a roll up move, but hit Charlotte's head in the bottom turnbuckle, stank on it, yeah. Then Pinder got the win. Why isn't this my thing? Look at good old. Oh man, that's why I saw this picture of Jim Ross right here. I was like, oh man, let's get Jim Ross on my on my microphone. Uh-huh. But it's like, look who's dominating the frame. Oh, that's Lex Luger. Lex Luger's dominating Jr.'s card. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Natalia ended up getting the win. We're going to get Natalia versus Naomi, evidently, at SummerSlam, unless something changes. I'm okay with this, because oh, yeah. Natalia can put on a good match. It's just kind of surprising that Natalia's going to have such a big spotlight at SummerSlam that leads me to believe, I don't know, like Charlotte, Becky, Charlotte, Becky Lynch needs something to do at SummerSlam. Yeah. On do, the main do think, card. Do you think it could be Charlotte and Becky versus Tamina and Lana? I guess that sounds right. Maybe. There's 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 a lot of matches on that card, though. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are going to be a lot of matches. So, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. It's a shame that Charlotte and or Becky Lynch are not in the title picture. I know. We talk we talk really good about Naomi. But then once you get to SummerSlam, you kind of need, like, your biggest stars who can put on, like, your best matches. And Naomi's not that. 
So, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, next up, we had what we thought going into the card was going to be match of the night. And, and it was a good match again till the finish. Yeah, for a while, it was, it, was, uh, it was coming along really nicely. Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles for the United States title. Rumors abound right now that uh, the finish was a botch. And if you look at the evidence, very strong. I think it was Robert on Twitter was saying that. I guess he's like an internet an internet wrestling guy who like gets scoops and stuff. Yeah. So if you look at the facts or if you look at, you know, if you look at stuff, looks like it was a botch. I know you're itching to read that super chat right there. Yeah. Um, I'll do it now, but we'll talk. We'll go through the pay-per-view at the end of the show. We'll answer some questions. So uh, save questions, super chats till then. We'll just understand that we'll read the super chats at that point because we have, we have them all banked here. Let's just get, keep yeah, on yeah, talking. We'll, we'll, we'll get those later. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. Um, this is, it was a cool match. There's a lot of, like, they started off doing some stuff that we, like, there was that weird sort of hip toss-ish thing that mm-hmm. AJ kind of started off with. There's a lot of things that were like, okay, cool. Like, this is a match that we all signed up for. Yeah. They're going to be doing some different things, things that we don't see. I mean, if anything else, that's what a pay-per-view kind of should be. It's like, I want to see stuff I'm not going to normally see yeah. on free TV. and I think we talked about this on the stream yesterday about, I think someone asked a question about a... Uh, WWE having the wrestlers simplify their in-ring style, um, so the fans know, okay, this this move is coming, this move is coming, yeah, and it's all you know leading up to a finish. Mm-hmm. At pay-per-views and especially the major pay-per-views, they seem to back off that little bit. Yeah, sure, yeah. And yeah let yeah. wrestlers do a bit more. Yeah, you know, go deeper into the repertoire yeah. of moves. And we saw that in the fir- in the opening match, yes. big time. Yeah, yes. and um, the and the pre-show match. Yeah. Um, the you know there was a feeling out process between the two of them. We talked about that a little bit, um, but the story really started kicking the gear when uh, uh, AJ's on the uh, the apron goes for a phenomenal for- or is about to go for a phenomenal form. Mm-hmm. Um, right as AJ's about to jump on the ropes, Owens gets out of the ring. AJ gets back on the apron. Owens knocks him over right into his shoulder. Yeah. So for the remainder of the match, Owens is working over um, AJ's shoulder. Right. Right. Uh, at one point, Kevin Owens literally threw AJ Styles yeah. into a referee. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Ref bump. Ref is knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ reverses a pop-up powerbomb into a calf crusher. Mm-hmm. Owens reverses the calf crusher into a crossface. Yeah. And AJ reverses that crossface into a crossface of his own. Yeah. But then Owens just leans back, puts... Uh, this is all while the ref is coming, too. Yeah. Um, Owens leans back, so AJ's shoulders are on the mat. Yeah. The ref... Counts a really slow three, and AJ does nothing. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Yeah, it was it was an interesting finish. It just you know it seemed like something didn't go right. Well, and also <clears throat> another little bit of evidence is you know when you look at the betting odds, Kevin Owens was a huge underdog, and he's the only one who beat the betting odds. Hmm. Who the betting odds got wrong on? Mm-hmm. If you look at the ref and how slow his count was, I understand he was you know coming to coming to. But he was looking very intently on it. The only thing I did notice about the ref was that he did one, two, and then as he was about, when he was coming down on the three, I would think that if he knew he was supposed to not count the three, he'd be staring at them, waiting for the thing. But as he was coming down, he put his head down. Hmm. And so, I I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure over the coming days... We'll probably get some more info about this. I, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me it was a botch. Uh, several people in the Twitter thread that this was uh, they were talking about this were saying that, hey, we were there live. AJ was supremely pissed after the match ended, and they were, like, on a video package. 
and evidently he like flipped some stairs and then was like sort of heatedly talking to the ref about what was going on. So I don't know. And that doesn't I mean yeah, I don't know. I mean there's there's no way to tell, I'm sure like I said in the coming days. You might we'll, hear more about it. We'll hear more about it. Um It was an odd finish. It was it was a very odd finish. And uh yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was a botch. And if it wasn't a botch, it was just a really confusing finish. Which I, I, I wanted more. I, I wanted something different out of these guys. I know, like, you know, I know. Like the match was coming along really, really yeah, nicely. It was. it was. And it felt like this was acts one and two when we were headed towards the finish. Yep. You know, but then it was just finished. So yep. so I think but maybe now, uh you know, botch or not, um, with Owens winning, it seems like we'll get AJ Owens again at SummerSlam for the US title and maybe that'll be the third act we really want. They'll put on you know, the potential classic that these two guys have in them. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh anyways, next up we <laughs> yeah, I like I like how he phrases. Jinder Mahal backstage with a band, a resistance band yeah. working on his peak. Yeah, he's getting his veins popping. That back of his he's doing this. Yeah, man. And he had a couple of Singh brothers on either side of him doing this. I like when they do the showcase hands. They says, yeah, they rub the hands. This is the evil rub of hands, and then showcase. <laughs> I told you during the stream, man, that's what I want. It's my new goal is to have a couple of dudes smaller than me, like, but similarly dressed, like identically dressed. Just doing that to me, <laughs> pumping me up, dude. Okay. Because you're not doing the job. Well, I mean, you're not, not getting me pumped up. That's not what I'm here for. Can man. you do that for me real quick? No. Just do this and then showcase me. No. You're not going to showcase me. No. We got how many people watching right now? We got 1,500 people. You're not going to showcase me? No. What a bummer, man. I'd showcase you, dude. Anyways, oh, man, can we not talk about this? We have to. Wait, what did Jinder Mahal talk about during this back? Did it, they, they said something, but it wasn't really of consequence. Yeah. They, they said, hey, did you notice those holes in the cage were conveniently small enough to fit through them, which is something Steve here totally called. I think that's why I'm so high on Battleground. Number one, I'm not. It's a terrible pay-per-view. But I was proven right like twice. But I was. I also predicted that, that one, of, one of the Sting brothers would – go off the top of the cage. I was right about that. Yeah, right, but I didn't dispute that. That's the difference. You disputed the shit out of the fact that the Singh brothers were small enough to fit through the cage holes. I didn't pay close enough attention on uh, SmackDown to know if it was even possible. So I Then why would you have disputed it? Just because I didn't think it was. <laughs> In hindsight, I'm, I was incorrect. Hey, you know what? I'm giving you shit. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> See what I did there? Presentation hands. All right. Anyways. Oh, crap. Do we have to talk about this? Yes, we do. John Cena versus Rusev. What a pile of crap this was. Yeah, Holy this, moly. This is the match that really took the air out of the entire arena. This was terrible. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was not good at all. It was really bad, in fact. Um, Here, here's my thing. Okay, so, look, dude. Pro wrestling, we all know that you, you're going to have to deal with certain leaps in logic. One of which, for example, if somebody locks in a chokehold on somebody... I know from watching a UFC fight that they're going to be out pretty quick. Yes. They're either going to tap out because they know they're going to black out. Or the you know? ref's going to stop the fight. Or the ref's going to fear of someone blacking dying. out or dying. Exactly. So in wrestling, when somebody puts a chokehold on, you just understand, well, this is pro wrestling. It's not a real chokehold. It's not a real chokehold, right? So, the, you know, but you just sort of deal with it. It's fine. It's whatever. It's pro wrestling. It's entertainment. The leaps in logic that this match took were too great. Oh, yeah. Even for a stupid match like this, a stupid uh, pro-American, anti-American matchup like this. The, the idea, so it's, it was a flag match. 
You had the U.S. flag in one corner, the Bulgarian flag in another corner, and whoever wins the match is the guy who gets their flag, goes up to the top of the ramp. I was talking, it was like American Gladiators. Goes up the top of the ramp, and then there's a pedestal. There's like steps and old pedestal with thing. A, with a holder on it. With the flag holder in it, mm-hmm. and you, 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 you throw down your flag. Which I think most matches like this, you don't have to do that. You just have to pull... Your flag, you gotta get your flag off the pole, and then you win. Yeah, so I fought. You're done. I don't remember. I mean, I mean the one we watched. We watched the one with uh, Bret Hart and the Patriot against Vader and the British Bulldog. Yeah, is that correct? Uh, No, that's backwards. Sorry, Bret Hart and British Bulldog and Vader and the Patriot. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and there were no pedestals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to take. You had to take the flag off the. I forget. The pole. One, did anybody actually take the flag off the pole? I don't pole? remember. I think that was just like a straight pin. Because remember in that one, like the flags were so high up. It was like nobody's going to be able to get those. Anyways. Um, yeah. So it was a crap match. From I'll be honest. Like from start to finish, there was really nothing. This oh, was, it wasn't good. This was John Cena at his phoning it in best. Um, Rusev, we usually, you know, we're fans of Rusev. We like Rusev. But, I mean, nothing was going to save this. It was just the fact that. There were so many opportunities for these guys to actually win the matches by doing simple things like, oh, hey, there's his match. I'm going to throw it into a location. Oh, the, the holder, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the holder. You just knock the holder off. Yeah, and at one point, Rusev grabbed it, hit Cena with it, mm-hmm. and I, we were both like, get rid of that no, thing. Instead, he went like this. Instead, he, he, hit him with it and he went like this. And then he placed it exactly back where it was. Exactly. I mean, he could have done any number of things. Like, there's that ridiculous spot towards the end. It was actually fairly comical when Rusev was about to put... I mean, they try to put the drama into it, but it's so stupid that they can't. Rusev started to put the flagpole into the flag holder, and Cena, come, who had just been dumped off, like, next oh, to the... Oh, he had him in the, uh, the, accolade. the accolade. The accolade, yeah. And Cena sort of comes up comically and, like, stops the flag from going in. Why didn't he just get up and go like that? I know. You know what I mean? I know. Like, nothing's holding the holder down. No. Except gravity. And, of course, two tables have been conveniently set up by, I think, Rusev. Or yeah, like, next to uh, the United States pedestal. Yeah. Of course, Rusev went through that. Cena gave him an AA through the two tables. <laughs> and then uh, Cena got the stars and stripes. Sarcastic Duck here says, uh, why did they even climb the stairs? They could raise the flags from floor level. They literally could have just gone like this. I know. There were, so, there were so many lapses in logic here that it was just it was so dumb. It was so bad. Yeah, it was not a good match. No, it wasn't. Um, so, anyways, uh, next up we had what we were all waiting for. We were all super hyped about this. The, uh, the reveal of who has been attacking the fashion police, trashing their office, and who uh, uh, removed the head of Tully from the rest of Tully. We had the fashion X-Files. Yes. It was great. So, they were in their office, mm-hmm. and they were waiting for the reveal. In comes the Ascension. The Ascension said... It was us. Yeah. We did it. They just straight admit to it. And he said, why? So we wanted the attention or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they both, the fashion police both realized that the Ascension were not on SmackDown the previous week. Because they, they were. They were at any money concert. <laughs> That's right. Because they were given the tickets <laughs> by exactly. the fashion police. Good writing here. So uh, the Ascension uh, again says, no, it was us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dondongo brings out the beheaded the head horse head of Tully. Yeah, puts it in their faces, and they're all freaked out. And they're by all it. freaked out and grossed out by a, a, a fake horse's head. Yeah. Um. So we know it wasn't them. Uh. They leave. Fashion police are then attacked, 
and then uh, the camera cuts to black. It cuts back on, and the camera's sort of on the ground. They're knocked out, and they get dragged away by mysterious people off camera. That that shot right there was a very Wyatt shot. It that really was. was. Very Luke it Harper. really was. So I guess Luke Harper is not, in fact, doing his normal guy, Dude Harper. He's back to being weird, creepy Luke Harper. I guess. Because, I mean, it's fairly, it's not a club. No. They're not going to extend this all the way through to SummerSlam. And then after the Superstar Shake, when the club comes over, are they? Here's what I thought, because uh, I won't spoil anything for anybody, but Sanity's involved in a pretty major program leading into NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay. Um, so maybe they, rather than have the reveal last night, they're waiting until that program wraps up. And then Insanity, maybe making their debut at SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe. I, I could be. I could be. I mean, I guess we'll find it. Look, if we if we see Eric Rohn or Luke Harper on SmackDown, like in singles competition at all, yeah. then we'll know that it's not them. Yeah. Let me ask you this, now that we think about it, now that we're at this point, does WWE know? Does Road Dog know? I don't know. Oh, you didn't know? Like, I don't oh, know. Either. I didn't know? <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I kind of feel like they don't know. I kind of feel like they might. Let me ask you this. When they announced that they were going to get the conclusion at Battleground, oh, did do, they you think, know then? do you think plans changed? Could be. Do you think maybe they knew and then they were like, no, we're not going to do that. Let's just extend it longer. Let's extend it longer. Could be. Everybody loves a good mystery that's yeah. never resolved. Oh, that worked really well for Enzo and Cash and the anonymous draw GM. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be a. Wasn't it supposed to be Kevin Nash at one point? Oh, um, while he was still under contract. Not, really? Yeah, like he was his contract with TNA was about to end, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we got Kevin Nash." Anyways, that's what I heard. Anyways, uh, next. Oh, Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Kind of just felt like a SmackDown match. Yeah, there really there really wasn't much new um, between this match and their SmackDown match. It kind of played out the same way, except Sami kind of surprisingly won. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, back and forth a little bit. Sammy uh, gets Mike Kanellis ready for the uh, exploder into the corner. Mm-hmm. Maria comes in, um, uh, distracts Sammy. Mike tries to hit his finisher, mm-hmm. Power of Love. Yeah. Sammy reverses and then hits the exploder and the Haluva kick and picks up the win. Boom, just like that. Uh, they soured on the Power of Love already. That's what Cage Side Seat said. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> is that speculation or are they saying sources are saying oh, I mean here I'll read it to you yeah sentence. go ahead the power of love uh, according to Cage Side Seats WWE may already be souring on the Mike Bennett and Maria <laughs> Kanellis return oh man but that could just be speculation based just, on the fact that he lost. Yeah, you can extrapolate. You can extrapolate any number of things. WWE still doesn't know who the fashion files are, are, are yeah. fighting right now. Yeah, you know, you can just extrapolate that stuff. Anyways, that's sad. Uh, yeah, I mean, the match wasn't even that great. Like, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not like a big. I don't. I'm not really well educated on the matches of Mike Bennett. He he's obviously has a, a ton of charisma. Yeah. As does Maria. They're a great pair. I actually really like this. They just, yeah, they need to figure out. Like, before they debuted him in this role, they probably should have been like, okay, here's what we're going to debut, and this is what we're going to launch them into yes. for a three-month storyline. Yes. As opposed to, I mean, it's been, it's been, I have found it funny, the Sami Zayn interrupting, interrupting things, 
But like there needed to be some sort of twist and turns. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, really, I mean the the Canaleses have not been on TV frequently enough. I think for the audience as a whole to really care one way or the other. Right, exactly. I mean, they've had a couple appearances, one match. Yeah. If they disappeared like today, like you know, if they were never seen again, yeah, I, and nobody would really yeah bat an eye no. at this point. No. So, anyways, uh, that led to our main event, the Punjabi Prison Match. Okay, so here's the thing, dude. There's good wrestling. You can check that out right now on the G1. Mm-hmm. There's bad wrestling, and there's boring wrestling. This is this qualifies as bad wrestling. It was not boring. I, I thought it was entertaining in a way that they probably didn't want it to be entertaining, but I don't really care. Like, what do you, the great colleague came out. Yeah. That was honestly, what, what, what did you peg the odds of that happening? Once you heard the rumors. Well, actually, before I heard the rumors, I had thought about it. Um, I thought about the possibility of them bringing him back. I didn't think it would happen. Yeah. But I thought, oh, it's, you know, it's the first uh, Punjabi prison match in 10 years. He was, you know, involved in one of them, supposed to be involved in both. I think I had also, and I think my, my, my thinking on it might have been colored a bit by the fact that, or not fact, but I thought I had read somewhere that Kali wasn't on, like, not bad terms of WWE, but he was, like, so far past it and had no interest in, in, in the WWE again. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I just figured that he couldn't be bothered to do that. Because yeah. I think he is kind of, isn't he like a wrestling legend in India? Yeah. I think he's like a big deal. Yeah. So I could see a guy like him being like, I don't need any part of that anymore. Yeah. But he did come out. He lumbered down. I was, I mean, you can see my reaction on the live stream. I think it was something like this. Well, you went from, uh, this is not a good, but it's an entertaining match. He comes out and you're like, okay, everybody who's complaining about this match in the comments, you're right. I was literally, I think, reading like a super chat, and the guy was like, "Can you explain to me why you're enjoying this match?" And yeah. I was like, "Look, man, either you like this match or you don't." It's, it, I can admit that it's a pile of crap, but at the same time, we had we had like a huge uh, table spot from one of the Singh brothers. Yeah. And so, my thing is this: if the competitors are going to give it their all in the match, then at least give some respect for that. Randy Orton got banged up yeah, last he did. night. Yeah, he did. And I respect the hell out of him for putting it all out there. Yeah. And putting on a match that I thought, look, it was not a technical masterpiece at all. But I also didn't think it was nearly as boring as it probably should have been. Yeah. Like, you've got this ridiculous structure. Yeah. And then you've got, like, the doors opening, and then they they close after a period of time. I thought they probably could have built the tension for that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but but, then, the, but the, the spot where, where Jinder got out of there was, was pretty neat, because he goes for a Colossus, his finisher. Mm-hmm. Randy counters with an RKO. Yeah, that was a good spot. Yeah, that was an awesome spot. In come the Singh brothers. Yeah. And they pull uh, Mahal out. Yeah. Before the door can close, mm-hmm. and then Randy's trapped inside. And then Randy, so Ginger starts climbing. Randy starts climbing on the uh, in the, the first cage, one, yeah. the inner cage, and then jumps over, not jumps over, but steps over to the second one. Yeah. So it's like instant cheat code right yeah. there. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was kind of cool. There was some logic to that, at least. Yeah. I mean, this is a hell of a lot more logical match than the Cena one. And Orton did a pretty good job of selling a shoulder injury the whole time, especially when he had a. You can get blood running down. It was yeah. all bruised up. Yeah, he had some nasty welts on. But he took a he took a spot when they're in the the inner cage. Still, he took a spot, and maybe it just seemed loud, so it seemed like it was painful. But he got tossed into the cage, mm-hmm. and it looked like or sounded like he hit one of the 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 pieces that hold the cage together. Right, right. The larger right. kind of support pieces. Yeah. Um, and it sounded like it hurt. Yeah. And after that moment, he started. Seemed like favoring his arms. I don't know if he really hurt his arm or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But it looked it looked bad and it sounded bad. Yeah. So I mean, they did you know they they did what they could with the match, um, and then of course you know Jinder. Uh, so the finish went down. Randy was Randy was on the cage. Was Jinder was Jinder on the on the ground? He was on the floor. Um, Great Kali comes out. Oh, that's right. Great Kali comes out. Randy's like halfway up the yeah, cage. Yeah, he's like halfway three quarters away. Kali starts climbing. The cage. Yeah. Like the dude can barely walk, but he can climb. Like yeah, nobody. yeah. And so he grabs Orton by the throat and starts choking him and just kind of holds him and in holds place. him there, allowing Jinder yeah to exit the cage. Yeah. And then Kali kept on taking the belt from Jinder in their celebration. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's like, I'm the champ now. I'm the champion. Great Kali is the champion. So, was it a trash pay-per-view? Kind of. I was fairly entertained by it. I feel like the, the air wasn't so... Like, that was my problem with Great Balls. And the only reason I'm really comparing the two is because they're comparable pay-per-views. Like, they're non-important pay-per-views. They're kind of extended episodes of the shows, the brands that they're yeah. on. And so, for me, that's the comparison. It's just... With, with with at least this, we had, out of both pay-per-views, this one had the best match of either of them, and mm-hmm. that was the opener. That was mm-hmm. a tag match. That mm-hmm. was a really good match. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, Cena Rusev was one of those moments where it was like, we could just clown about how bad it was. Yeah, how, it, was you know, it, was, it was one of those things where it was so bad. Again, I mean, there were moments that were boring, but mainly it was just us yelling at the TV like for things to make sense. Yeah. Which is, you know, an entertaining experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, the women's elimination five-way had entertaining moments. It yeah. had that Charlotte moment. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It was what it was. It can be bad, but still be entertaining. I know, exactly. The trash pay-per-view was entertaining, you know. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right, let's take some questions for a few minutes. Um, Dan Schutz, $10, Super Chat. Thank you very much. How is having two teams and separate shows any different than having both Raw and SmackDown sharing the pay-per-view they each have a month prepared. The amount of pay-per-views is not the issue. Um, I mean, if they were sharing pay-per-views, there'd only be one pay-per-view a month versus two. Right. Um, I think I don't know if that's solely the issue, but I think that's part of the issue. Uh, well, I get I get his point though. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's if you know if, if they were one group of feuds and another group of if feuds. they were well booked, um, and the matches were interesting, it would be a moot point how many pay-per-views there were a month. But I think when you have so many pay-per-views, you, 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 there's, you know, their obligations at that point. They're not there because historically speaking, pay-per-views advance storylines and wrap them up, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But when you have shows like last night or a couple matches, it was obvious that uh, the, you know, it's essentially just a placeholder match. Yeah, nothing was really advanced. Yeah, then it seems like okay, it's, they're spinning their wheels. Yeah, this is an obligation. What was the the last pay per view for SmackDown? Was that Money in the Bank? Yeah. Was it Money in the Bank? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It gives us an opportunity to gather around. I think honestly, it was just, you know, it was just the booking. Like, you yeah, know, it was just like I said. If if the booking's good, then have four pay per views a month. But know? it doesn't. <laughs> no, I mean, what what you're saying is true. If if it seems obvious that the amount of production required to fulfill the schedule they've laid out is taxing creative or not allowing them to come through with quality programming but you on might have pay-per-view. Many, you might have too many people. You might have too much stuff going on yes. in general. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so I don't know. And then when SummerSlam is a month away? Yeah. The 20th of August. It's the 20th. So we're less than a month away. I, 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 I kind of like the... 
I mean, going straight from Great Ball, I'm from uh, Money in the Bank all the way to SummerSlam, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, just have one in between. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Other quote. We got another super chat. Tony Cavett says, Daryl is better than Tully. I mean, Daryl's part of Los Ingobernables de Japón. So, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. And then Jonathan. Oh, this is from last night, but I think we missed it. Tirado says, huge fan. Thanks for all the great uploads. You're welcome. Uh, let's see here. We've got some more questions. Uh, Jordan Davis and Seth Rollins on the cover of WB2K18 and Kurt Angle as a pre-order bonus. Do you think we're getting Seth Rollins versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania? No. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think it was a possibility at one point, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, R.A. Miller, how are they going to transition out of a gender title reign without burying gender again? Well, if he's going to face Cena at SummerSlam, he is definitely losing. Yeah. There was a couple moments last night during the match, uh, the Cena Rusev match, where Cena didn't even bother trying to sell. Not at all. Yeah. Like the double close line on the ramp. Rusev was down there selling it. Yeah. In about ten seconds, Cena's already up. Well, these are the these are the final days. He knows his days are numbered. Yeah. So why bother selling? Why bother selling? Exactly. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Salty asks, did Battleground remind anyone else of WCW? It wasn't nearly that bad. Yeah. Uh, looks like we've got a $5 super chat. The pacifist. Will you guys be at TakeOver? Do a friendo meetup. We don't know yet. Yeah, we're not sure yet. Not sure yet. I don't know. It'd be cool. And if we're there, yes, we will do a friendo meetup. Yes. I'm like looking at five different things right now. I know, me too. Anyways. Oh, I like this here. LMA says, loser of predictions next month should get Suzuki's haircut. Isn't it just like... He's got, got like a half like, mohawk back here. Yeah. And he's got a pattern shaved into his... Yeah. His, the re- remainder of his hair. I'd like to see that on you. I think it'd look cool on you. You just got your haircut, though. I'd feel bad. No, but I, we should do it for this prediction. Like, I won this prediction. So you can't, I, you can't attach a punishment. Retroactively? Retroactively. Sure. sure. You look cool. Who here wants to see Larson... Cut his hair into Suzuki's haircut. Anything's better than what you got going on now. No, it looks fine now. Uh, I don't think so. All you do now is just insult me. No, man, look. You can't make it up just by... I can't do this? ...doing showcase hands, no. Because I see right through it. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a bummer. Oh, man. Uh, George Jones, the Grand Tour, says, the whole Cena versus Ginger thing is going to be so boring. Uh, until Cor- And if Corbin is champ, it'll be so boring. <laughs> Why do you watch, man? Why do you watch? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, man. Uh, has there been a WWE pay-per-view that was so bad it reminds you of WCW? It's really difficult to get that to that level of bad. We, I, I just started watching Halloween, and this was, we're going to be reviewing this Sunday, Halloween having 1991? Yeah. 91, where they had the Chamber of Horrors match, and yeah. at the end of that match, they literally put Abdullah the Butcher... He got belly-to-belly suplexed by Rick Steiner kind into of. an electric chair. Well, that's... Okay, I'll put it this way. That's what the, that's what the announcement That's called, what they yeah. called it. <laughs> and uh, then he got electrocuted. Emilio Hernandez, Super Chat, $5. Thank you, Emilio. Says it was like TNA. Multiple weird stipulations, crappy finishes, and underutilized Japanese talent. Um, I mean, they're booking Shinsuke strong. Yeah. The that. They're not putting him in a, in a Kato outfit like they did with Okada. 
So there's that. Uh, oh, this is a good question from the GOAT. Do you see WWE in the future again trying to expand to another country by making someone from that country their world champ? I would love to see them try to expand into Japan. <laughs> it's like this is the quality that they're going after. Yeah. They're going to try to expand into New Japan, New Japan's territory. Yeah. Um... I mean, look, if it if it led to Pete Dunne becoming uh, WWE, WWE champion, champion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love that. Man. Yeah. I don't think they really need him to be an ambassador to England. No, they, they need him I mean? on TV on a regular like, basis. They don't need first. somebody to be an ambassador to Canada. I mean, I like Danny Birch. But it's interesting. <laughs> WWE uh, champion Danny Birch. No, of all, of all the competitors from the United Kingdom tournament, he's been on TV the most. Oh, I know, right? I know. It's like every other week he has a match. Well, every week goes by and we don't hear anything about the, the UK show that they're allegedly doing. I know. I know. What is with it's that? It's such a huge missed opportunity. And if you're not going to do it, have Pete Dunne, have Trent Seven, have all of them on NXT. I know. I don't get it, man. Like, I keep on seeing on, on Pete Dunne's Twitter feed, like, you know, I'm going to, I, I'm going to this, you know, this ICW card or whatever. To defend my UK WWE title, and like, does anybody even care about that title? I know. <laughs> we know it's not going to be like you're not going to lose it. No, it doesn't seem like WWE cares about the title at all. And you know what's that? It's their best looking title. Oh, by far, it's a beautiful title. It's gorgeous. I don't get it. It's weird. Uh, oh, that's funny. Tin Win says, "Can you believe fans left a boring main event?" Hating the match just so they could line up to buy tickets to the Royal Rumble. Heck yeah, man. Are you kidding me? That's what I mean. Look, dude, with WWE, you take the good with the bad. Royal Rumble is never bad. I mean, until it is. But I mean, it's been bad before. It's been bad, but, but it's rarely boring. It's so, yeah, exactly. It's always fun to watch. Oh, here, Tommy Katz, a yeah. new patron, was at Battleground last night with the last two SmackDown pay-per-views being garbage. Do you think WWE is intentionally derailing SmackDown since it's been the better show. No, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not going to start looking at conspiracy. Like, hey, make this a crap show so our ratings yeah. go down. Yeah, I agree They want that. their ratings. They want their programming to be good so the ratings go up so they get good TV money on their mm-hmm. next deal. So I would never suggest that. However, Tommy Cat, were you paying attention when AJ Styles and Kevin Owens finished their match? Was AJ Styles indeed? Do we have an insider? Oh, yeah. Was he indeed pissed off? Yeah, was he upset about the finish? Yeah. I would, I would, have, think, I would have thought that he would... I don't know. Like, I doubt he was in a rage. I think a lot more people would be talking about if he was in a rage. Yeah. When yeah. is oh, when is Magic Pony's next match? Today. Today. Three, 3 p.m. O'clock. Pacific time. Yes. That's in about two hours and change. Right here on the channel, I'm doing WGPW Live again. Jordan Davis, is Ambrose turning heel? I hope so. I really hope so. I doubt that he's going to, but I would love for that to happen. It could happen tonight, I guess. They got that match against the mm-hmm. Mr. They got to start laying the groundwork for SummerSlam because right now there's not much. They got to do something. They got to do something. Uh, who should Rusev get in the program with? Randy Orton. If AJ was still U.S. champion, I would say AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Griffin Cologne really feels like they threw the entire UK tournament together and signed those guys to prevent the world of sport revival from gaining momentum. That, see, that's a conspiracy theory I could actually get behind. Because there's been, like, some reports that that, that might actually be the case. Yeah. You know? That's a bummer. 
Coney2012 says, what do you guys think is next for Ty Dillinger? Main event. Not the main event of SmackDown. <laughs> show main event. Oh, man. Oh, phenomenal one. What do you think about this? Tyler Bates should join Titus Brand worldwide. He's worldwide, man. He's global. Tyler Bate is a huge star in the UK scene. I like it. Sign, sign him to Titus Brand. Uh, British Strong Style attacks Breezango. Book it. That would be cool. Oh, man. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I'm surprised we hadn't uh, thought about them. Oh, because, dude, because... Oh, they're, they're not around. I know. That's why we have Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, ben asks, uh, since the last, Ben, I lost Ben. Oh, there you are. Since the loss of Talking Smack and SmackDown's roster getting bigger, do you think SmackDown is getting a third hour? Probably won't until the next TV deal if it happens. Tommy Cat, Battleground Insider, AJ was in the ring in the entire post-match promo. He was explaining to the ref his shoulder was up, uh, got out of the ring and through the ring stairs. Best part of the night. That sounds like it was in character then. Yeah. That sounds like it's in character. I'm telling you, man, when you watch it, we'll watch it after we're, we're done. But yeah. if you watch the ref on that third one, he puts his head down. And I swear if that was like, the ref is going to know if. Yeah. So you're. Maybe they're going back to the time when they didn't tell the refs the finishes of the match. But he was on. He could only see AJ's left shoulder, not his right one. Whereas the camera was pointed at his right shoulder. Yeah, but there was no actual kick out. That's yeah, what I would figure there would be a kick out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, if I'm, as I remember, AJ did basically nothing. Yeah. He just seemed to try to get out and move it all. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to, on SmackDown, say that it was a, a weird finish because maybe his shoulder was up. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. We're going to go get some lunch, and uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. I don't have the thing. I can't uh, I can't disable the chat from here, so I have to, I have to get up. So that makes things awkward. Here, I'll put... This card right there on your mic. Okay. Can you at least, since I'm getting up right now, since I have to get up, can you give me showcase hands? Fine. Yeah, here you go. Thanks for watching, everybody. Ah! Bye, everybody. Thank you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.